to another hope-filled message from Life. For more information about our church, visit lifeau.org. How's everyone doing? You grateful to be back? Nothing's changed. If you're online and you're joining us, nothing's changed in the room. They still don't listen to me. They just chat away, chat away, but I love that. I love that we are all about meeting people, connecting, and uh, it's just awesome to have you joining us online today as well as everyone in the room. In fact, everybody in the room, can we again give everybody online a huge hand? God, let's really thank them for being a part of the expansion of what God is doing, which is amazing. And to everybody that's in the room, it's awesome to see you. We have missed you, we've missed you, we've missed you, but uh, we love that you're here. You love and worship? All right, uh, I know that in, the, in your lounge rooms, you're shouting me down already. You're telling me you're throwing your Bible at the TV. It's been fantastic. But everybody in the room, I know that there's less people in here because of the distancing factor, but there's no less like response. There's no less passion. There's no less, are you excited to be back today? You ex- great to see as well fresh faces and people who have joined us online but are now here part of church in the service in person is just awesome and so really cool to see you guys and I just love that today it is our first chance to be back together in eight months and uh, to be honest it's not going to be like a regular service in that sense I just really had in my heart that today whether you're watching online or you're here that we would just have a moment of encounter we have a moment where we're just afresh engaged with just the wonder of Jesus. You know, I love that this day and age that we are able to access, you know, great teaching and messages and we can download our services from the previous weeks whenever, wherever. It's just fantastic. But there's something significant about coming together in unity in person to worship, to be able to just go after God and just, again, lift His name up as the name that is above every single name. Come on, where am I in the right place today? Awesome. Awesome. And, um, you know, I just wanted to actually start by saying thank you to a few people because it has been a big season. And to the fact that we're here as a church expanding into this online live, uh, which is pretty cool, which before was not even in our mindset, but now we are stepping into this whole new realm. The fact that we have fresh families and fresh faces here, part of church over the season that's been is just incredible to see people here who were once upon a time stuck overseas, but God's enabled the way for them to get back home. is incredible to see people with babies, Kirsten and Sam, who did not have babies last time we were in this place. Uh, to see people like uh, Joel and Sarah, who were not engaged, but are engaged because of the season that's been happening. God is faithful and He is doing good things. But I wanted to say thank you just quickly to a couple of groups of people, because I think it's important for us not just to jump into the motion. I think it's important for us to keep having great moments and being real because we are. We say we're a family, so let's be a family. And uh, whether you're, again, uh, you're going to be able to join us next week if you're at home at the moment, trust that you've registered before everybody else so you don't miss out. But I really wanted to actually take the opportunity to honour and to thank our staff. We have an incredible staff. Uh, not a large staff, but an incredible staff that, staff that have just done everything possible to enable this last season for us to not lose connection, not lose heart, not lose capacity to connect and bring God's Word. They have poured their hearts and their lives into it. I want to thank their wives and the husbands and the family and the kids. You're incredible. Uh, I want to also, I want to thank our prayer team. 
We have an amazing prayer team that nobody doesn't, no one really knows their names, but they pray for you every single day. And this year, I believe they have taken on more prayer requests in the last eight months than the last eight years. And they have done phenomenal things. And we have seen the favor and the hand of God because of the prayers of a righteous avail much. So can we honor our prayer team? Can we thank them for, come on, going, come on, on their knees, standing in the gap, believing when even sometimes we couldn't believe they kept standing and we have seen provision after provision, miracle after miracle. It has been truly amazing. I love uh, as well, just to take a moment to uh, really thank our age group leaders. They're the ones who really lead our leaders and enable that connection and that place of pastoral care and that support to keep going regardless. And we have seen our groups grow. We've seen people get more connected than ever before. We've gone to more level of family through an hour, a, a time of distance than actually I think we would have if we all stayed together. But it hasn't been without great leadership and, and people who are authentic and genuine about seeing people meet with people, but also connect with God. So we honor all of our age group leaders. Can we thank, come on, John and Denise, Dean and Kina, Paul and Rita, Danny and Tiles, our youth ministry, our kids leaders are amazing. I mean, also, Nadia said it before, but today's 18 years. And uh, man, it, it just feels like a couple of years ago. <laughs> That two crazy young kids at the age of 20 and 21 decided just to go after God and everything that he had and do it together. And I just want to honor my wife because this last eight months hasn't been the small eight months. Uh, you know, I know for many of us, we've had been faced with things we didn't and would never have been prepared for. And some of us are still in that place where we're wondering how are we going to get through. But Nadia said it to you before, and I'll make it clear for everybody that's online that you feel like you're right now in an impartable moment and a notion that's seems uncrossable. No, you've got a God of the impossible. Incrossable is actually not a word if you look it up in the dictionary. But today, it has revelation attached to it. But babe, I want to honor you. You're an incredible mom. You're an unbelievable wife. You're my best friend. And I thank you for just helping love and lead our home, not killing our kids. Although there were many moments that we felt like digging an extra hole, not just for a hedge, but for a human. And, uh, that sounds a little sadistic, but it's true. Come on, don't act like you're saints. Don't act like you're innocent. Homeschooling for any time longer than two weeks is going to do some crazy things to you. But no, honestly, you are unbelievable. There's no one like you in this world in my eyes. And I just thank you for who you are. You're incredible. I also wanted to say thank you to Jesus. I want to say thank you to God. He has been so faithful to our church. He's been so faithful to us. He's been faithful to our nation been faithful to our city and God deserves all the praise never ever should we get to the point that we feel like oh well that was okay for me and I guess I did all right and I didn't we are only here but by the grace of God and we as it's cool to think that there's people joining us online today and you're in another nation but somehow through some way you're connected and you're part of the family <laughs> how good is God his faithfulness come on his grace his love it's unmatched his presence is like nothing else this world will ever do. The way He changes and transforms a heart and turns around a life cannot be orchestrated by the hand of a man. There is nothing like the presence of God. There's nothing like His favour. There's nothing like the fact that when you think it's all over, He says, if you're breathing, it's far from over. 
There's nothing like His presence. And I think it would be awesome for us, again, within our lounge rooms or here, would we just honour, come on, the name that is above every name. Can we honour God? Can we thank Him for His goodness? Can we thank Him that He is high above? Can we thank Him that He saves? Can we thank Him that He delivers? Can we thank Him that He provides? Can we thank Him, God, that He's never, ever ending? He's constant and He's always the same. Can we thank Him? Because His love knows no bounds. Father, today, our heart in this service as we come back is not to get through a service, but it's to elevate You afresh. We already know and we already say, God, You're everything to us, but we come afresh today and God, we say, God, we magnify Your name. We want You to go to new heights in our life. We want to receive You and encounter You to new depths in our life. And God, we say as we kind of step into this next phase, take us deeper, take us further, that we would know Your truth and know Your love in a fresh and greater ways. And everybody said, Amen, Amen. So great. You can be seated. It's awesome. In fact, team, thank you so much. Nigel, I might ask if you can hang, mate, because there's nothing like Brother Nigel. We can give these guys a hand as well. Come on. I know worship has been incredible. Oh, it's so good. Why well, you can't ask the question, where do you go from here? I, I, um, I just feel like today, really, every service is going to be different. Every service is going to have something that's just different about it. And I feel like there's something different about what, what God wants to do in this moment. So Father, help me. Help me say it how you want it to be said. I am, I'm going to read this because this has got to be one of my top five scriptures of all time. Isaiah 61, it says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on us. i say it again, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on us because He has anointed us to preach good news to the poor. He has sent us to bind up the brokenhearted. He has to proclaim freedom to the captives and to release from darkness the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of comeback and vengeance of our God. Who knows, God is up to something in these days. Come on, to comfort, sorry, to, um, to comfort all of those who mourn and to provide for those who grieve in Zion and to, uh, to bestow on them, sorry, a crown of beauty instead of ashes and the oil of gladness instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Come on, where there is brokenness, where there is barrenness, where there is dryness, where there is areas of fear and intimidation in our communities, in our families, in our own lives, it's time for it to break off. It's time for there to be a liberation. It's time for there to be a new understanding of the authority you have in the God that you know and the spirit that is within you. And then this is the incredible part of this amazing revolution or, that takes place in the Scripture. It says, they, those who were brokenhearted, those who were bound up, those who were prisoners, it says, they will become oaks of righteousness. They will become, the broken will become strong and sturdy and durable and able to build into the things that God has in store. They will become a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. In fact, people are going to go, wow, weren't they lost? Weren't they destitute? Weren't they just wandering aimlessly? But now look at what God has done. Wow, look at the strength. Look at the courage. Look at the joy. Look at the sense of purpose they live with. Look at the way they live beyond themselves when it used to be all about them. And they will rebuild ancient ruins and restore places long devastated. 
and they will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Gosh, I love that. That God does not just want to do something in our heart, but He wants to do something through our lives. That He doesn't want to just patch us up and repair us to get us to the finish line. He wants to get us to a place that we're building others to get them to the finish line. He is doing something in us to do something through us. But you know what? The truth of it is, is that we have to be people that stand in what God has made available for us. We gotta stand in the authority that He's given us. See, this world would want to sell you down the line of preparing and preserving self, but our God has not called us to drink from self. He's called us to drink from a well that leads to everlasting life. There was a woman in the, in the Bible in John 4, I encourage you to read it. And she was someone who was bound by her past, broken through and through, been six marriages and the man that she was with was not her husband. She was out in the middle of the day looking to be able to draw water and then she meets Jesus. God, it doesn't matter how broken you are. It doesn't matter how far you've come. It doesn't matter how isolated you think you are. Jesus is there to give you something that won't run dry. He's there to draw something for us that we can't draw on in ourselves. And Jesus gives her a drink. And He says, if you keep drinking of what the world offers, the limitation of what the world has, you will always be thirsty. But one drink from me will satisfy, satisfy the deepest desires of your heart and will unlock things in your life that nothing else can, that nothing else can. See, the wonder of what Jesus has done for us has unlocked the reality of a kingdom purpose within us. But I wanna tell you that I just feel the sense in this moment for this service at this time to encourage some of us, it's time to get the chains off. It's time to get the chains off. You say, what do you mean by that? I mean by the fact that if we're not careful and if we're not aware, over time, over a season of being, I guess, removed and isolated out of a time of where we're in restriction, it's amazing how the enemy can go and put something on you and withhold what God has for you because you've just been accustomed to a new normal. But I want to declare that that the life of COVID is not a new normal, but the life of what Christ has for you and wants to do through you is the normality from which we should live from. So a couple of weeks ago, we come here as a staff when we were able, able to have, you know, 20 people outdoors gathering. So we said, let's do that as a staff and have a prayer time together, which is pretty cool to get together for the first time. And so we get together and we meet out in the front of church here, standing on the road. And then we're like, oh, I said, I'd love us not to go down to the park where it's the grass is green and stuff. I want us to go down to our church car park. And so we go down to go to the church car park only to find that although the land is a part of our church lease, which is our backyard, which is where we're going to have our carol service. Because isn't it funny that when the council says to you or when the Government says to you, yeah, you can have religious gatherings and you can meet with hundreds of people in parks close to church. They don't give you permission to go to the parks. Seems a little stupid if you're going to ask me. Well, thank God that He gave us like three, four, 6,000 square meters of land that's under our title, under our authority, under our jurisdiction of what we can and can't do on it. It might look derelict. There might be swear words on the wall, but the name of Jesus will be lifted up in that car park. People will come and they will experience His presence. So we go down to the car park and on the gate is our, is our chain, our chain. But someone has cut off our lock and put on their lock. 
So we go down to get which is rightfully ours. But someone's decided that they don't want us to have what's ours. They want to keep us locked out of what we're entitled to. I don't know what you realize you're entitled to as a believer, as a Christian, but you're entitled to a whole lot more than the enemy wants you to have access to. You're entitled to freedom. You're entitled to joy. You're entitled to a kingdom purpose. You're entitled to healing. You're entitled to deliverance. You're you're entitled. You say entitled? Yes. You are children of God. You don't have to come begging and hoping and wishing your God loves you and has favour for you. No, you have a Saviour who went to the cross so that He could call you son and daughter just as much as He called Christ my son and my daughter. And so the guys are like, well, what should we do? Should we go pray down in the park? And I'm like, no, cut it off. Cut it off. Because I don't know who put it there. And I don't know who said we couldn't go where we're supposed to go. But as far as I'm concerned, that's not their right. That's not their call. That's not the enemy's role. I get to take the ground and I get to determine who goes in there. Cut it off. As we got out the the grinder and went down and the boys just cut it off. We threw it away. I want to tell you today, come on, I know I'm passionate and I know we've only got a few minutes, but I'm believing for something to just switch in this moment. I believe that in a moment, the team actually come and join me right now. We hope you enjoyed that two minute break. But I'm believing that in a moment, we're going to lift up the name of Jesus. And there are people who I honestly feel like some people you've had condemnation put over you over this time because of the things that maybe you've fallen into. People have been offended over this time because of stuff that's happened or you haven't been access to. People have had doubt and fear, the fear of disease. The, the, the authority of the government, can I tell you, there's a name higher than the government. I'm not saying we live dishonouring, but I'm telling you, there's not, a certain person in our government is not higher than the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, pain is not higher. Exhaustion is not higher. Heartbreak is not higher. Loneliness is not higher. Disappointment isn't higher. The culture of today is not higher. The chaos around us is not higher. There's a name that is higher. And the reason the name is higher, Philippians 2 tells us, verse 6 onwards, is because He humbled Himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. And because of that, because of that, He gave us keys to be able to have access to His fullness. And I've just come to stir it up inside of us saying, as we go out of the rest of this year and into next year, I ain't waiting. I'm not sitting back hoping somebody else can give me permission to enter what God's already given me permission to enter into. I'm praying something stirs in our spirit, stirs in our heart that says, I don't care who locked it. I got a God who unlocked it. I got a God who enabled it 2,000 plus years ago. He declared on that cross that it is finished, that that gate must open, that the presence of God can flow how He destined it to flow. And that whatever other name wants to put a title up, it ain't the name of Jesus, then it can bow its knee. Fear, bow its knee. Discouragement, bow your knee. Come on, disappointment, bow your knee. Come on, there's people, you may even, I might want to be harsh, but if you're at home and the reason you're watching online is because you're fearful to come back into the community, that fear is not of God. So I'm declaring as we worship, come on, that fear, that anxiety towards what may or might happen, come on, it's gonna be unlocked, it's gone. Get the chains off. Get the 
chains off. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on us because He's called us to unlock and rebuild a city. Come on, are you with me today? I just feel like, man, we're back, so let's go. I'd love you to stand to your feet. In fact, right now, there's healing here. Some people have been given a diagnosis that the doctor said, that's your condition and that's the way it's going to be. Well, the good news is that over this last eight months, the doctors have been proven wrong time and time and time again. We've seen our God faithful to heal and His presence is here to heal right now. And first we're going to pray for physical miracles and then we're going to pray and believe for spiritual miracles. Come on, all over this place, you need a miracle. Lift your hand. If you're at home, I want you to be ready to receive something from Jesus. God, I thank You so much for what You did on that cross. That on that cross, You unlocked everything. That You made it possible. You made a way where they said there is no way. Father, I pray right now that by Your stripes, every person with their hand raised, whether in this building or at home, we declare You to be saved, set free, healed, delivered. Lord, that there would be freedom where there hasn't been freedom. With His pain and body, I pray for all pain to leave, to cease right now in Jesus' Name. Father, I pray for a spirit of life to fill every single body. Father, we thank You, Lord, for the diagnosis of healing and the diagnosis of breakthrough and the diagnosis of overcoming and the diagnosis of triumph and the diagnosis of victory is not bought in our strength, but by what You have already done. We lift up the name of Jesus. We give You all authority and we give You all praise. Come on, all over this place. We're going to lift up the name of Jesus and we're going to declare. The Come on, the earth will shake. shake and tremble Come on, if you're at home, I want you to lift up that name.
for every single person that we would rise into a fresh authority, a fresh understanding of who we are as your kids, a fresh understanding of what you've made available and what we have access to. Father, I pray for fresh joy. I pray for fresh vision that comes from you and you alone. I pray, God, that the anchoring of your hope to unshakable and unchanging God would just cement people again in that security you can take it all but if we have Christ then we have everything we honour you and we lift your name up we thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness we thank you for everything that you have ahead of us you know at the moment with our eyes closed and our hearts open and same for every person joining online you're here today and you don't actually have personal relationship with Jesus well, maybe you once did but you know you disconnected you're far from Him things have just got in the way I understand that but that's no excuse to stay disconnected today God's here and His Holy Spirit I believe is just tapping on your heart saying I love you and I want to do life with you but I need you to let me in I need you to take a step of faith and I would love to lead anyone and everyone in one simple but significant prayer that opens our heart to the reality of His love Bible says it wipes the old away. We literally get a brand new beginning in Him. And if you know that you need that today, doesn't matter where you are, doesn't matter how far off you may seem, Christ has done enough by His stripes. 
He's already made a way. You need to step into it. I'd love you to pray this prayer with me. Come on, all over this room, online. Let's pray this prayer together. Repeat it after me, but say it with all your heart, especially if you're making this decision. And I know God's peace and His love and His healing is going to flood your life. Say, dear Jesus, today I open up my heart to believe in You and to choose You as Lord of my life. I receive You as Saviour. Heal me from the inside out. I believe that You died and rose again, triumphant, that I would have life everlasting. Eternity in heaven is my home. From this day forward, with Your help, I pray that I would live with You and for You. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Come on, everyone, can we honour and celebrate the decision that you We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Life. If you have any questions or want to contact someone about this message, visit lifeau.org.